Introducing Mortgage Matters. He has no idea how bad it is out there. He has no idea. A show dedicated to helping you navigate a challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. The economy continues to face numerous difficulties. Now, your hosts, Dan Podesto and Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. The fact that you're being called upon to help clean up Wall Street's mess is an outrage. Broadcasting outrage. live outrage. from the KVEC studios in San Luis Obispo. What economy are you talking about? Talking it's about, time about. for Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. That there sounds we go. good. <laughs> Just getting settled in here for another live episode of Mortgage Matters. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sticking around after a great uh, Motor Mouse episode. I enjoy listening to them as I drive on in. Indeed. Yeah. Then I can keep it on 920 the whole time. Hey, well, it's great to be here. I missed you all last week. How was it? It was good. I, you know, I sure. tried to stream you, um, but I just had poor reception. That's all right. We talked about you. We missed you, but uh, but the show went on, and I, I thought it was a good show. We had a we had Will Barnaby, um, Central Coast Lending Loan Officer from North County, joining us along with. Um, Oh, who was it? Alicia DeGrazia, realtor from Remax in uh, Paso Robles. Wow. So we talked a lot. We actually got onto the water, Paso water issues. And and so what we learned from Alicia last week was that if you're a realtor in Paso Robles, you not only need to know everything about real estate and all that goes into real estate contracts, but you also need to be a water expert. You need to know about wells, well tests. Um, quality of wells. You need to know about water basins and areas. You need to know about all that kind of stuff. Wow. Is it, and is it going to be all for naught at the end of the summer here when we get the El Nino and fill everything back up? I don't know. I don't know. It's supposed to don't be what happens. Don't you feel like this drought is a little different than others? Don't just drier than normal? No, just like, <laughs> I, I feel like there's more awareness than normal. I, in that way, it's different. More awareness, um, or is it just because we're in the middle of it that we have to be aware of it? Well, yes, I think so. And once it passes that everyone's, oh, look, you know, the droughts, they come and go. I I feel like the uh, the the better part here would be people just to learn how to use water a little bit more um, conservatively always right why is it that suddenly you know there there's a drought and now we care about when you wash your car and water your lawn and whether or not you you know water broom your driveway clean on a saturday morning <laughs> that should probably be the case all the time given that water is a pretty crucial part to our surviving mm -hmm. and you know i was so I was up in Alaska last week. The place where I was in Alaska is one of the um, one of few temperate rainforests in the world. And a temperate rainforest is defined as an area where the uh, average temperature annually is less than 61 degrees. Most of the time, rainforest is in like kind of a tropical place where it's warmer than that. But the rainfall there in that temperate rainforest is 14 feet per year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How much did it rain while you were there? Um, probably. I mean, there there was days where it rained. 
I mean, it rained most days. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There was always clouds in the sky, and it rained most yeah. of the time. Um, one day, it was forecast to rain eight inches, and I'm pretty sure it did. It's it like wild. an entire season of rainfall. It's right? very wet. Very wet. It's more than an entire season. So <laughs> much so. Like 10 of our entire. So much so that you, like, everything yeah. you have, like, my, my backpack, all of my stuff was, like, wet. Almost like I had been on Splash Mountain yesterday and it didn't dry out yet. Uh, but that's how your pillow is. Uh, everything is that way because it's so wet there. Yeah. And when I was there, I was thinking... I know we we pipe down um, oil from Alaska, right? I mean, right, that whole yeah. pipeline thing. Pipe down some water. Why did they just run some water pipes next to that that's, bad boy? Yeah, I mean, it's that's it, it is it's a thought. I guess or shut I off to... the oil and just change it over to water. They got a lot up there, and they're just letting it go right back into the ocean. It, and it's crazy because, like, you're seeing like in New York and the East Coast right now, they get a lot of rain, and. It just runs off, and we're just like, can you somehow send it? Collect, well, you know? redirect. When I was in school, actually, I you know I yeah. bring this up from time to time. I studied city and regional planning, and one of the issues that's actually concerning is that when you do just pave everything over and put in all these gutters and everything where you just are trying to, to drive the water away, mm -hmm. that's you succeed. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually some really cool design elements where – um, like at a shopping mall, say for instance, over here at the Madonna Plaza, there's enough parking there for Black Friday, and that's like mm -hmm. the capacity they build it to. But the reality is, is that it uses a tenth of that the rest of the year. So they seal it off with asphalt, right? Yeah. Make the ground impermeable to rainwater. But some places they do like cool pavers or even put in, you know, like something. I was going to say grass, but I know that's not exactly very eco-friendly.